This podcast is a production of the Mississippi State University Division of Development and Alumni. everyone and welcome to the Bulldog Bites podcast. This program is produced by the Mississippi State Alumni Association and gives you a look at what MSU alumni and friends are up to on campus and around the world. My name is Sherry Carr-Smith and I'm the immediate past president for the MSU Alumni Association and your host today. It's an exciting time on campus as student organizations are hosting events and winter and spring sports overlap. From concerts to baseball games, We hope you can find a time to come visit us on campus. Before we get started today with the interview, we've got a few ways you can get involved with MSU, even if you can't make it to campus. If you're looking to plan your next trip, the Traveling Bulldogs is your chance to see the world with fellow Bulldogs. We just had two groups wrap up trips, one to Central America and one to the Galapagos Islands, and they both sent great photos of their experiences. Numerous other tours are planned for this year and beyond, so go visit alumni.msstate.edu slash travel to start planning your next trip now. Also, if you know a student now or if you're a current student or a family member's a student, be sure to enter the MSU Alumni Delegates tuition drawing. One lucky student will win a semester of free tuition and proceeds from the ticket sales will benefit other MSU scholarships. Go visit msstate.edu slash tuition drawing to learn more and purchase a ticket today. Now let's get to today's interview. Dr. Mike Brazil received his doctorate degree in marketing from MSU in 2010 and has been teaching at MSU's College of Business since 2014. He was nice enough to spend some time with us to discuss his passion for personal branding and how he has translated that into the classroom. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Hail State. I love talking about branding and personal branding in particular, so this is fun for me. How long, just a little bit of background so I know, how long have you been with Mississippi State, Dr. Brazil? Uh, I've been back here now teaching for eight years. Like you mentioned, I did get my PhD here, so I spent four years here back in uh, the earlier 2000s. Okay. Are you from Mississippi originally? Where are you I am. I'm from Jackson. Okay, great. And you did, I see you did get your accounting degree at Millsaps. I did. Um, that was uh, kind of a, a have to. I went in thinking I wanted to be pre-med and then realized <laughs> that that was not what I wanted. It was more what my parents wanted. So uh, I ended up getting an accounting degree because I had already bought a business while I was at Millsaps. Right. I had bought a video store that was going out of business and turned that into a, a chain of successful video stores in uh, the Jackson area. I uh, also bought a movie theater. I love movies, as you can tell, too. That's um, exciting. So did that and and had a real estate company in Jackson as well. Uh, But after doing all of that for several years, I decided that I really wanted to advance my education and that marketing was what really drove everything I did and everything I cared about. So uh, I came back to Mississippi State and uh, and got my PhD in marketing. And then started once you graduated with your PhD, you started teaching with the university then? 
Well, I actually, uh, they typically don't hire you back once you've gotten your degree uh, here or anywhere. Right. Uh, they figure they've taught you everything that, that <laughs> you know, so you don't bring much to the table. So uh, that's actually kind of how I got into the idea of branding and personal branding is I wanted to create a strong enough brand for myself right. that I could come back here because this is where I really was happy. I loved it here and wanted to be back. And so uh, I went for a couple of years to Indiana University Southeast and then a couple of years at University of Nebraska Omaha. And then Mississippi State called me up and said, we've got an opening we think you'd be good for. And I thought, well, this branding stuff really works. <laughs> well, that's awesome. We're happy to have you back at, uh, you. at the university. Sounds like you have done a lot in your career. And so what kind of connected you with the, you know, as you said, you've owned businesses, you've done real mm -hmm. estate, you've done a little bit of everything, you kind of settled in on the marketing. What brought you to this personal branding? Uh, really everything you just mentioned. Uh, I realized how important a brand is in general uh, through all of my own you know, marketing, uh, my businesses. But once I was uh, trying to get back to Mississippi State, the importance of a personal brand really struck me. And then the more I work with college students, I realize that so many of them have dream jobs that they want to get when they leave here. Right. Uh, and yet they haven't stopped to think about uh, what it is about their brand that makes them the logical choice for that perfect job, that dream job that they've got. So I try to help them to be more intentional uh, in shaping a brand that's going to appeal to the people who will be making the decisions about their, their dream future. Well, it sounds like to me, because I know I've dealt with some um, on the local level. I live on the mm -hmm. coast and I've done some help with interviews and helping students in high school mm -hmm. as they prepare to get out and go to college and they learn to kind of make a great first impression. So that's kind of along right. the lines of branding, but I think Absolutely. it's awesome that you have a class basically then that people are able to take. Do you have to be in marketing to take this class or can anybody take this class? Anybody can take this class. I designed this class when I first got here because uh, I wanted to do something in strategic branding. So I developed the strategic um, brand marketing course and set it up so that if you're a marketing student, there are a couple of prereqs that you need to have, like right. principles of marketing. Uh, but for everyone else, uh, there are no prereqs, uh, meaning that people who are uh, performance majors over in fine arts can take it. A lot of engineers take my course. Certainly the fashion merchandising people take my course right. because everybody you know, has a personal brand, whether you're in charge of it or not is another matter. Uh, but we all have a brand and uh, especially for people who go out and want to start their own businesses, that brand is, is your selling point. Right, exactly. Uh, also, social media and digital marketing opens up a lot of avenues, too, that make it a lot easier in some ways to create what looks like a, a larger brand maybe than you could have had if you had to just send, uh, you know, printed email or printed uh, letters and things out about yourself and resumes. You can create a presence online in a way that gives you uh, a stronger brand. So, uh, and what it's kind it, of a that kind of leads me into what you're talking about with your students. What are some of the things that you are, you know, basic things that you are teaching your students about sure. how to uh, start creating a brand? Right. Uh, probably the first thing that they need to understand and what I call a tattoo concept in the course uh, is my definition of a brand. And that is that uh, a brand is really a story that comes with a promise and a set of expectations. Uh, there are a lot of other definitions out there that are a lot more technical, but to me, that one sums up what a brand really is, because to me, good branding is good storytelling. Uh, and I've tested that in lots of, of different arenas and with lots of consulting clients, and it seems to work really well. After I teach them what that definition is, then I start talking to them about why it's so important to create 
a personal brand that uh, resonates with whoever their target market is. Um, and it's the idea of a unique selling proposition, a USP, another tattoo concept in my courses. Um, and it's the idea that you do something better than anyone else who wants the same job, the same target market can do. Uh, and it typically has to do with a combination of your skill set and your unique experiences that make you who you are. Right. Um, you are trying to convince, say you've got this dream job, that you are the one person in the world who can do that job better than anybody else. Um, and so your unique selling proposition relates to just that. Um, so I teach my students that you know, even if they don't feel like they've had a lot of jobs or experiences, maybe they've babysat, you know, maybe they have waited tables, mm -hmm. all of those jobs bring with them a set of skills that are very important. You know, in babysitting, you're keeping someone's child alive in their absence. <laughs> oh, exactly. And, you know, I think kids, I know I've talked to the high school students and they don't really see anything that they've done. I said, if you've been doing volunteer work at your church oh, yeah. or you're helping, like you said, babysit or doing anything like that right you are starting to attain skills or get things that you will be using in everything that you do in life so you're Absolutely. so right about that right uh, I even teach them you know that, that restaurant servers have more experience with customer service and handling complaints than just about anybody in the world so <laughs> That's whatever sure. they've done you know yeah. <laughs> it can be related to what they would like to do uh, and so I tell them it's important to figure out how to tell that story in a way that highlights those unique associations that they have. Uh, and I think for a lot of them, that's the first time that they've really thought about not only having a personal brand, but the fact that their brand may be something that, uh, that does resonate with their uh, dream employers. Well, I think the thing that you said that I hadn't even thought about, and I'm, you know, a little bit older and uh, I've, I've been in many different jobs, but you realize I love the idea of creating that story because guess what? You are the only one that's lived that story. Everybody else has a story and everybody's is different. So that is able to help you say, this is why I'm uniquely qualified for this job. Exactly. And, and that's something I tell them too, that the first person they have to convince about their unique selling proposition is themselves. Right. Uh, when they go on these job interviews or when they are at the career fair, like our students were last week, meeting with lots of different employers, uh, if they don't believe that they're the ideal candidate for the job, and if they don't believe that they have a unique skill set to offer, then they'll never convince someone else that they do. So that's a right. very important uh, thing that a lot of them have never really thought of. <laughs> Do you have, are your classes primarily in the um, undergraduate level or master's or where are you teaching those classes? The, the course um, that I teach on branding is actually a split course. So it, it's both undergraduate and the, the master's level. Right. Uh, and I get quite a few from in both uh, uh, discipline and both uh, degree levels. So it's, uh, it's a very well attended course. We set it up to, uh, to be about a 30 person course and now pretty much every semester I'm maxing out in my room at 85. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, what about, because I was thinking about not only for students that are just graduating and obviously mm -hmm. starting their careers, what are you telling people that maybe are in a career and they're wanting to maybe either, like you did, you right. made a change, you were in accounting and then you went and focused more on the marketing side of that. What do you give them advice? How do you direct sure. them or guide them? Sure. And that's a lot of the, the talks that I give as well. I give quite a few talks here on campus for people who are in like the uh, leadership development programs who maybe have a job here on campus, but would like to move up in, in their uh, positions. 
And it's really the same process. So you look at what your target market is interested in and mm -hmm. you figure out what you have to offer and then start uh, grooming yourself in that way so that you can tell the story that you want to tell to get that job. Uh, that's where I said that social media can actually be a real plus as well. Um, one of the, the really easy tools that I mentioned to my students is something I've done myself. There's a website called paper.ly and it's paper.li instead of .com. Uh, it allows you to go in and kind of curate a daily or weekly online newspaper that pulls stories from sources that you're interested in or that are re relevant to a topic that you're interested in. Uh, and you are the editor of this uh, newspaper, this daily newspaper. Um, I have mine set up to go out every day about 4.30 in the afternoon because that's when a lot of business people are ready to leave but uh, don't want to start something new so they check their email and maybe read my newsletter. <laughs> it's a great tool. Uh, it pulls together a lot of information that's relevant to branding, some of it to retailing, but all of it marketing related. Um, and Anyone can do this. It's an easy way to kind of set yourself up as an expert in a field. That was one of the first things I did when I left here as a doctoral student. And so by the time Mississippi State was looking at me again, I had lots and lots of subscribers. Um, marketing professors around the country actually have their students subscribe to mine, which is kind of funny to me because they could certainly create their own right. uh, and set themselves up as an expert. But uh, I'm very happy to have those subscribers. So it's not a problem. Uh, but that's just one way that you can create um, kind of a, a sense of your expertise online uh, to show potential employers that, you know, this is something I'm passionate about and I'm already doing work to stay, you know, abreast of what's going on in the field. Well, and I would say, you know, some people may, it gives them the opportunity as you talked about their story. It's almost like maybe you make a decision and you're in a bad position or career and you do want to make a change you can rewrite that story it's always Absolutely. changing and I think that gives people a little bit of encouragement I know I have two sons that graduated from Mississippi State and um, you know they get in one field and they're thinking well maybe that's not what I want to do but I think it opens up your opportunities I'm one of those people I majored in communications mm -hmm. I've done a lot of different jobs I'm now in education and I think it says you know what your story is ever changing you know and Absolutely. you're learning and growing as you get older for sure. And it, it, how boring would it be if you weren't? Exactly. Uh, right. One of the things I teach my students too, and it really relates to what you just said, is um, relates to a question that I got in one of my seminars was, what's the difference between a reputation and a personal brand? And uh, I think that's uh, a great question. And I had to think about the answer for a bit. But what I realized was that your reputation relies on the things that you've done in the past. Whereas right. your personal brand uses that story to relate to people what you're going to do in the future. And so your personal brand is very much a, a forward-looking uh, story about what you're capable of doing. Well, and I think, you know, remembering the days of college and remembering watching my sons grow up and be at Mississippi State, they're learning, but they're not quite there. And then they mm -hmm. do, they look back and say, well, I've made all these mistakes. I didn't make the grades. I didn't do all the things that I wanted to do or should have done, right. but I'm capable of being very successful. And I think mm -hmm. you're giving students and, um, and, and people hope about, hey, this is what I can do. And oh, this yeah. is who I am. So I love that this, I wish this had been around <laughs> when I was at Mississippi State. It's a <laughs> well, great opportunity. That. It seems I awesome. I am working on a, a book idea for personal branding for college students because so many of them need this help. Yes. Uh, 
And a lot of mine, even when they're first coming out, they say, well, gosh, I can't compete with people who have years of experience. Right. And kind of contrary you know, to what you were saying. And truthfully, I tell them, look, you go in and you tell your story as someone who has the most up-to-date, most current marketing right. knowledge that there is. Uh, and so you're not going to have to unlearn bad habits. Uh, you're going to be able to be trained the way that this employer wants you to do things. And you'll do it that way from now on until you improve upon it. Um, so don't even let lack of experience be something that holds you back from going for the dream job that you've got. Passion and goes a long way. Um, what would you say, for instance, because a lot of us obviously are unable to be in your class at Mississippi right. State. Uh, what would you give on some tips as we close sure. out looking at how can somebody kind of start their branding that they haven't already? Sure. I uh, One of the things that I stress um, is that the first thing you've got to do is really define your overall goals. Uh, and that means figuring out who your target market is. So who is it that you need to really understand the value of your personal brand? It's kind of a first step. Uh, the next thing I encourage them to do is to do their research and look at other people who maybe are doing the same thing you want to do, but maybe it's, they're doing something completely different, but they're just doing it really well. And use those people as, as a way to, uh, to kind of create a template for what it is that you want to do with your personal brand. Um, the next thing I suggest they do is something that we in branding call uh, creating your brand associations, which is figuring out what are the things you'd like to be known for. Uh, and I usually tell them to come up with five or six things that they would like for people to, uh, or for them to come to mind as soon as people think about their name or hear their name. What are the five things you want them to think about you as soon as they hear your name? And that, that can take some time, but that's a really valuable tool. Um, and a lot of my students have a, a, a lot of challenges with that, but once they do, they get really excited because again, I want those associations to be very unique to the person. And so once they develop those, they get a real sense that, wow, I really do have something unique to offer. So sometimes I say, go to your friends and ask them, what would they say about you to somebody else if Hi. your name came up? Uh, and to be prepared to hear things you don't want to hear sometimes. Uh, but <laughs> exactly. sometimes you get some gems in there too. The good, so. the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> exactly. And I tell them, if you get enough of the bad, you got to pay attention to that too. You know, it, hey, you want, everybody... you know, because that's one of those questions you always get in an interview. What are your strengths? What right. are your weaknesses? You always look at the good and the bad. And you really have to Absolutely. say, these are things I really need to work on. Right. And if you can't figure out a way to spin the bad, then you don't need to be interviewing yet. Uh, so those brand attributes uh, associations are very important. I tell them they need to assess their current position, figure out where they are in terms of this roadmap to the success that they want to have, because you can't really start your voyage unless you know where you're starting from. And be brutally honest about that. You may be nowhere close to what you want to accomplish, but understanding where you are helps a lot. Uh, the next thing I tell them to do is to craft a personal marketing plan. And that uh, is not nearly as detailed or technical as it sounds. A personal right. marketing plan can be that, you know, I'm always going to be dressed appropriately when I go to class. I'm not going to show up in pajamas, uh, right. which you wouldn't think was a thing, but it is. Um, <laughs> I think you're probably right now more than ever. <laughs> absolutely. Um, right now, I'm just glad to get them there. I don't care what they're wearing. <laughs> Uh, the way that they send emails, all of that's part of your personal marketing plan. You know, if you're a little more formal, if you sound professional, that's part of your plan. Right. Uh, the kinds of things that you watch and the kinds of people you interact with, all of that's part of your personal marketing plan too, because it grows your brand. Um, and then I tell them they need to decide what their markers are. 
figure out how are you going to know if you're on this journey toward this, this dream job or dream future that you've got, that you're making progress. Um, for me, it was um, like when I published my first book about branding that told me, okay, yes, you're, you're doing this, you're creating this reputation. Um, a second book, you know, was another marker. Lots of different things can be markers to show that you're on the right path. And if you don't see those markers, then you need to readjust and figure out, is this really a path that I want to be on? Or do I need to adjust the way I'm trying to follow it? And then finally, and this is the most important for, especially for college students, but for everyone really, is manage your brand carefully. Think about the way you come across in every uh, interaction and transaction that you have to make sure that you're sending the message that you are this brand that you're trying to create. And it's kind of a fake it till you make it thing. Once you keep doing that over time, that becomes who you are. Right. And, uh, and that's the best advice anybody can get, I think, is just to keep uh, intentionally managing uh, impressions of who you are. Well, I think you're right. The big, the big hurdle for so many to get over is just believing that they can do it and having for that sure. confidence. And then as you, as you also look at it, you're always, it's always changing and you're always mm -hmm. kind of recreating. And I think that keeps it fresh and give right. you an opportunity to just continue to evolve as a person as we have done over the years you know I just love this and I think it's a great opportunity for students and and other alumni that uh, don't even know about this a lot of people don't now, do you do seminars or how can and we'll make sure I'm going to make sure Orly post your uh, link sure. on there yeah for sure little, um, um, I do a lot of talks thing. Uh, around campus, uh, certainly, but I, I do talks for uh, associations and things like that, too. Um, so I can come in and do a, um, I've got kind of a personal branding uh, seminar that I do in a, a two or three hour format as well that right. uh, is really well received. So um, a lot of organizations have brought me in to do that just to kind of help their people realize their value to the organization. Well, I love it because, you know, that's what this uh, Bulldog Bites has been about this past mm -hmm. year is all about MSU alumni and people that are working with and for the university and what they're doing and all the great exciting things that are happening that most people don't know about you know we hear about the football game or the other uh, baseball right. team we hear about all those things but you know I've talked to so many professors and other areas that are happening at Mississippi State and it's very exciting so I appreciate you taking the time today oh, uh, Dr. Brazil to be with us and it's been great uh, learning about personal branding with you. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. I, I get kind of nerdy and I love talking about it. So well, I appreciate the opportunity to do it. I love it all and we appreciate it so much. Thanks again. It's great to have Dr. Michelle.